Hi, you're listening to Bluffs, Brooks, and Byways, a podcast highlighting the best of Northeast Iowa. I'm your host and producer, Morgan Thias, the communication and outreach specialist for Northeast Iowa Resource Conservation and Development, also known as RCD. We are a small nonprofit that serves seven counties in Iowa Alamakee, Buchanan, Chickasaw, Clayton, Fayette, Howard, and Winnishig in addition to byways that travel through Jackson, Jones, and Delaware counties. Our mission is to recognize opportunities and provide leadership to make Northeast Iowa a vibrant, place-based model for the nation. We love the people and places that make Northeast Iowa unique and special. Welcome back, audience, to another episode of Bluffs, Brooks, and Byways. We're officially into the month of June, which means summertime, pool days, and of course, ice cream. Did you know that June is National Dairy Month, which means ice cream every day is acceptable and actually encouraged, right? Well, in order to celebrate, we are excited to have Tom from WW Homestead Dairy with us today to talk all things dairy related. To give you a little background, WW Homestead Dairy, located in Waukon, Iowa, jumped into the food market in 2011. The owners, Tom being one of them, had a combined experience of over 90 years in the industry and are ready to produce the best, freshest products in the region. I will let Tom tell us all about how they really got started, but why don't you start by introducing yourself? My name is Tom Wainer. I'm one of the three co-owners of the creamery. Um, born and raised in Almakey County, farming all my life. Um, wife Angela. Um, I've got four daughters, all of them at least part-time involved at the Cramer of the farm. Um, one of them is an RN up in La Crosse, um, and um, but she still helps out at, at the farm at Cramer's on, on when when she can. Um, we teamed up with Tom Walliser family, which is the other farm and the partner. Um, and my brother Paul is the third partner. We got started, we decided between us, talked about it many years, we decided that we wanted to try value added. Um, 2009 was a really bad year, uh, dairy farming price wise. A uh, medium sized farm like ours lost $100,000 in equity in one year and uh, with no control over what you were getting for your prices. So that was kind of the catalyst for, for starting the creamery. And so it is the two families and two farms, but there's three main owners then? Yes. Okay. What has it been like working with family specifically? I know it's kind of two families, but I know it can be really hard working closely like that. It can be, but we're a pretty close family and have been just in the farm business before the creamery business, working with family all our, all our lives. So it was a, you know, it, it has its special or certain challenges. Um, it has a lot of benefits too. It was an easy transition for you then yes, to come that, into the yes. creamery. Yeah. So now you have a storefront just as you're entering town from the south, but the farms are of course not in town. Are they close by? Yes, our farm's about eight minutes away and the Walser farm's probably 12, 15 minutes away. They're both towards the Lansing, but towards Lansing area from here. Okay. 
And this location, meaning the storefront here in Wacom, is your only owned storefront, right? Yes. Is the creamery itself here, or it's just the store for the products? The creamery and the storefront are here. We had initially thought about having the creamery on one of the two farms. We still would have had to haul milk from the other farm to there. Uh, this place became available, and the, the storefront location was was uh, really nice right here. Yeah, so. it's kind of prime real estate for people coming into town. Right, right. So let's get into what I consider the good stuff. Tell us what you offer your customers. I know this could last all day from cheese and milk and ice cream, but what else do you guys have? We do cream-lined milk, um, chocolate skims, 1% uh, and whole. We do butter, salted unsalted butter. We do cottage cheese. We do 13, I think, flavors of cheese curds, fresh. Uh, we do a frozen battered cheese curd for deep frying. We do block cheddar cheeses, uh, mild, medium, sharp, and then a few different pepper cheeses, specialty flavors. Um, I think that's it. I might ice be, cream, oh, yogurt. Yes, I, the yogurt we do not Don't make yogurt, yogurt here. No, we sell. We do sell a local yogurt uh, from another dairy over by West Union in our store. Mm -hmm. uh, we do ice cream. It's both the soft serve and hard ice cream. Okay. Um, I would, we're up to 40 some flavors. Not, some of them are seasonal. They're not all available all the time. And we're always looking at new flavors of both ice cream and cheese curds to add to our. And so all of these products are offered right in your retail store, correct? Yes. Can you tell your audience what else they can find at the store? Um, my wife and daughter have done a really good job of locating a bunch of other Iowa products to sell in our store. Everything from uh, Bloody Mary mixes to pastas to sauces to candles to just, just kind of a wide variety. We also do sell uh, t-shirts and, and sweatshirts and hats and things like that, just promoting the cheese curd capital of Iowa. Yes, it is, which we'll talk about just in a little bit. I know you have some fun events coming up, which we'll get into, but you also have some reoccurring events like Fresh Curd Friday. Can you share with us what that is? That is, um, we worked with a couple other locations, uh, Dubuque being one of them, uh, that we would deliver fresh curds to the, the Hy-Vee stores. So they would have a, an availability of fresh curds every Friday for the weekend. And, um, and then some of the other days are depending on scheduling and demand, um, it kind of varies from day to day when we will be making curds, but we always have fresh curds every every Friday. That's, that's a given. That's awesome, good to know. So with that, let's talk cheese. How many blends do you actually have and how does that work like with your flavored cheese curds? We have like, I think it's about 13 flavors now. And um, we flavor them when they're really warm, moist, and fresh right out of the vat. We hand mix in the spices, which we actually have a little mixing room where we mix our spices and grind our peppers and things ourselves. Um, and that's been a trial and error. We've tried a few flavors that work. We, we kind of pride ourselves on having a few things a little different. Um, and if one of them goes over well, it's added to the, added to the list. Um, the cheeses, 
you make cheese curds before you make block cheese. You actually make a fresh curd and then press it back into blocks. Um, and then you have to age that to get your mild, medium, sharp, extra sharp cheddars. Um, and then we've also done aged block cheddars with, um, with the flavors. So we do have a, um, like a garlic and dill, chipotle marita, kind of a pepper, pepper cheese, uh, ranch peppercorn. So we've done some different peppered, peppered uh, block cheddars too. How long does that take to do something like that? Um, mild cheddar is has to age four to six weeks. Um, medium, probably on average four to six months. And a sharp cheddar, eight to ten months or longer. Oh my gosh. So fun fact about me, cheese curds are my absolute favorite food. Just cheese in general. I could live off of cheese curds, cheesecake, grilled cheese. It's just about my dream menu. Another fun Friday event is BOGO Friday, which highlights your coffee shop. While that's not dairy specific, the frothed milk and cream, I believe, comes from your store. Can you tell us about how that got added? Uh, my daughter was kind of the catalyst behind adding, adding a coffee bar. Um, and one of the um, driving factors there is there's not, there wasn't one in town where you could just go get, get the good gourmet coffees. Um, you use a lot more milk than people think in a coffee bar. We actually have a, um, a coffee bar up in Winona, Minnesota, that takes over 100 gallons of milk a week for their for their coffees. They're pretty busy. They're right outside a hospital and another location right outside the college up there. So it takes a lot of milk to uh, run a coffee bar. The buy one get one is the first Friday of every month, and it's just just a way to promote and. and get people in here so they realize that we do have a, a great coffee bar here. When did that start, the coffee? I'm going to say about probably three years ago, maybe. I was going to say, I feel like it's relatively new. I mean, three yeah. years is not new anymore. Time uh, goes so fast. But And you guys offer special flavors based on season, correct? Right. In the coffee bar. Do you yeah. know what's featured right now? I don't do not. <laughs> That's not where you're black, highlighting? No, black, black coffee is my, <laughs> yep. my favorite. So. And the greatest dessert after cheesecake, of course, is ice cream. So let's hear, how do you do that? And how many flavors have you created? I think you touched on that a little bit earlier. Yeah, we, I'm sure we're up over 40 different flavors. Some of those are seasonal. We'll do, we do like a peppermint that we use around Christmas. In the fall, we have like a spice pumpkin and, and things like that. Um, we, do a, we do a specialty ice cream, or we've done several. Um, we did a cinnamon ice cream for Luther years ago when the King of Norway was, King and Queen were visiting town. They wanted a cinnamon ice cream to serve with their, the apple pie they were serving. Um, we do a specialty lignanberry ice cream for Nordic Fest for some people in Decora. Um, we did a rhubarb um, for a, a small town up in Minnesota that had a rhubarb fest and wanted a so we have the capability of doing specialty flavors. Um, we actually did a buttered popcorn for a school that was putting on a, a, a baseball uh, play and wanted buttered popcorn ice cream to serve with that. So How did that taste? It's better than you would think, yeah. And we've, um, some of these make it, in, some of them we do for those things and then that's kind of it. Um, a lot of them though, after we get them, made for something like that it's like well, this is pretty good maybe we should keep keep this in the replicon um, we have the we're small enough that we really have the capability to mess around and make smaller batches of specialty flavors 
Um, and that's kind of the same way. We've made a few that sounded like a good idea and weren't. So. Do you still have the rhubarb flavor? Yes, we do. Yep. And it's hand dipped and soft serve both? Yes, we also make a, both a vanilla and uh, chocolate soft serve mix. And malts and shakes, oh my gosh, that's crazy. How do you guys come up with the flavors or do you determine that you're going to add a new seasonal or like how do you determine that you're going to add a new seasonal one? It's um, probably a combination of friends, family and employees that, that somebody comes up with an idea and hey, we should try this or, or try that. And then you actually, we have uh, retired a few flavors of like with curds over the years because we get a new one and, and there's a fine line there how many different flavors you can be producing on them. On your and if they're not selling, there's no sense in keeping right. an older flavor right. when right. a new one is doing better, right? Yep. Do you have a favorite flavor of ice cream? Um, I, I like the butter brickle pecan. My kids tell me that's just because I'm old. That's, a, that's an old person's flavor. It is an old person's, but I do love that one too. Switching gears just a little bit and moving away from products specifically, your website mentions tours, including of the creamery and the farm. Do you offer those to individuals and groups or just school groups? We do both. Um, it has to be um, scheduled ahead. Um, and the farm is kind of depending on, on how busy we are and what we're doing. And, um, but no, people can, can contact the creamery and set up a uh, tour for just a, a family or a small group. And what does that look like? They just get to tour through and see everything that you guys are doing? We or? have a viewing hallway that goes down the side of our processing area. And you can actually come in here anytime and just and give a self-guided tour. There's some signage explaining what some of the equipment are, is. But you can look through uh, glass windows into the processing area and watch them making cheese curds or, or whatever they happen to be doing that day. Very cool. So speaking of the farm, I'm dying to know how many cows do you have? We milk about 100 cows and the Wallace Farm milks about 180. Okay. And how many of them have names? Um, I, I can't speak to the Wallace Farm. I would say... 80% or more of our cows are, are named. On social media, I always see the random contest to name a cow or a flavor. Do you have a favorite cow that's been named or a favorite name maybe? Um, we have a small amount of Jersey cows that are mixed in with our Holsteins. And um, those, just those girls in general are my, are my favorites. Those ones are your yeah. favorite? How many employees do you have between the farm, the store, marketing, packaging? It has to be an insane amount based on the business that you guys do. Um, the creamery itself has around 25, counting the, the high school kids that, that help man the ice cream parlor. Um, between full and part-time, both farms probably have six, six, seven, eight, depending. We have people that come in that I've got a couple semi-retired guys that help them we're real busy with the crop work and uh, the Walser farm it's Tom and his two boys and uh, a cousin that are full-time and then they've got part-time help with milking and and harvesting too so all told between both farms and the creamery you're probably looking um, at you know easy 35 to 40 people and so your daughters are the ones that are doing more of the marketing and the behind the scenes type of stuff um, the hands-on marketing 
uh, myself, and then probably my daughter Liz. Um, she handles a lot of the computer and social media stuff that, that I don't. She was the one that I was talking to yeah. earlier. Yeah. We talked about Fresh Curd Friday and BOGO Friday. What other events do you have in the books? I know there's a pretty exciting one scheduled here in the next week or so. Um, a week from today, June 11th, we're having a um, kind of our June Dairy Month celebration. Um, we're having a uh, live farm show broadcast from a radio station um, down in Cedar Rapids. We do a lot of we do a lot of business down in, the, in that area. We're also that rolls right into um, our first uh, drive-in movie event of the summer. So that's going to be kind of an all-day deal. Uh, the cattlemen are going to be here cooking cooking burgers and and beef hot dogs. So. Um, and we've got a bunch of other things we're going to display and stuff we're going to set up for the day. Um, that also coincides with our, our monthly event in the summer, which we had just have a cruise in, um, which is normally the second Friday of every month, where people can just bring their old cars, motorcycles, and, and trucks and things like that just to come in and, and get some ice cream and sit around and chat and look at, look at Showcase some, their yeah, cars look and some neat old cars. And then you guys are launching a brand new flavor is that of cheese curds, is that correct? Yes, it's we are. A specialty um, one. And that might, we're working with, um, with WMT, the big show, farm show. Um, and this might run more actually into July where we're working with them on this Retree Iowa program. Uh, when the Duratio went through that area of the state, um, it's just an insane number of trees that were lost out of, just out of the municipality areas. They're talking like a million and a half uh, mature trees that are gone. So, and that will actually work um, working with several other entities down there. And that's kind of where, where we're really gonna push. But yes, we came up with a new cheese curd flavor that will be introduced for the, for the summer here. That's awesome, I'm excited to hear about that. Last question, I promise, Walk On or maybe WW Homestead Dairy specifically has been deemed the cheese curd capital of Iowa, but what about the U.S.? So that might be a really big step, but I guess what I'm asking is, do you see yourselves expanding in the near future, introducing more storefronts or maybe more selling locations, additional farms, anything like that? We have to grow. Uh, we're, not, we're not big enough yet to make everything um, flow the way we want it to. Um, last year was a setback with uh, with the COVID, um, you know, kind of, well, it set everything back a, a year. So, but no, we're, we're looking at a bunch of different possibilities. Um, I think we'll just stick, stick with the Cheesecare capital of Iowa. Um, you get across the river, there's, there's um, creameries that make more curds in one vat than we, we can make in a whole week. So, um, but I, I don't think anybody's making any better cheese curds than we are. So if we go nope. by, by quality, we'll, we'll uh, um, as far as additional storefronts, locations, um, nothing de definitive in the, in the plans, although we are all, always getting new um, customers around the, the I was going to say, where do you sell your, I guess, where can you buy them other than the storefront? You um, mentioned Hy-Vee. The Hy-Vee's in... Um, Dubuque. Um, we're probably in 40 Casey stores to Northeast Iowa and up into Minnesota. Um, we're in 30 plus 
maybe I don't even know if we should have to add them up. Uh, fairway stores, meat departments handle our fresh curds. Our deep fried curds are in, well, we're probably in 15 different restaurants mm -hmm. through the area. Um, our milk is available in, in different towns and locations, grocery stores and things. Not They don't all carry that. Um, the cheese curds are an easy sell. Everybody wants cheese curds. Everyone so wants a cheese curd. We And speaking of cheese curds, we did actually add a small um, self-contained deep fryer in our store here. So... Uh, so now you can sell deep fried cheese curds Yeah, we curds can here. sell orders of deep fried curds here because here's we had we had requests all the time. Somebody come in and oh, I want I want some of those deep fried curds. Well, now we can uh, we can take care of that for them. curds and grilled cheese. Right. Right? right, sounds so good. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. But before we end here, I have one more thing that I call rapid fire Northeast Iowa style. I'm going to ask a question and you have to say the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Yep. What is your favorite winter activity? Hunting. What is your favorite summer activity? Kayaking. What is the best meal in Northeast Iowa? Oh, a steak somewhere. Iowa State or Iowa? Uh, Iowa. Kayak or canoe? Kayak. Maeve's Pizza or TJ's Pizza? Maeve's. Casey's or Quickstar? Casey's. Gotta go Casey's right. if they're carrying your product, right? right? Cheese curds or ice cream? That's tough. Um, cheese curds. Good choice. Last question. What is your favorite dairy product and why? Um, block cheddar. Um, you can use it so many different ways. So that's a wrap. Can you tell our audience how they can connect with you if they have any other questions, want to learn more about the upcoming events, purchase items, or schedule a tour? Either through Facebook, Messenger. Uh, we have a... Um, website, um, the phone numbers available at all these places, uh, phone call, email. That's awesome. Thank you so much again for sitting down with me. WW Homestead Dairy has helped make an incredible name for the community, but has really set the standard in the industry. You can't come to walk on without stopping for some squeaky cheese curds. For our audience, you can find all the links to our scenic byways, RC&D, and WW Homestead Dairy as we discussed in our show notes. As always, we strongly encourage you to submit ideas, ask questions, or connect with us. If you're interested in chatting with me or someone else on the byway and or RC&D team, we would love to hear from you. Tune in every week for new episodes highlighting business development, recreational activities, historic locations, natural resources, and of course, helpful hints to make your trip along the byway an incredible one. You can also find us on Facebook, online at northeastiowarcd.org, or by contacting our office in Postville. A special thank you to the staff at RC&D in Postville and the Byway coordinators all across Iowa for helping make this podcast possible. Thank you again for listening to Bluffs, Brooks, and Byways. And remember, adventure awaits and the Byway can take you there.